three. One, two, three. Hallelujah! Clap for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Let's all be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. All right, look at your name and say, get your Bible out. Amen. Praise God. All right. Um, so we're going to, uh, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for everything that has happened so far in church. And we've had a great time already. And we thank you, Lord, for blessing us to be here to receive the word. And we thank you that your word shall prevail in every situation. We bind the devil and we decree and declare that there be no distractions, but that your word would go forth and accomplish that which you sent it to. We thank you and we surrender to the power of the Holy Ghost now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Church said amen. Praise God. Clap for the Lord. Amen. All right. Uh, Look at your name and say, get your Bible out. Okay. So. I got to be obedient and um, we got a lot to get into, but we just got to do what we got to do because this is a springboard for where we're going. And so um, just stay ready. Okay. Amen. Stay ready because you, you don't have time to get ready. You know, sometimes they say that when uh, people are expecting maybe something bad. Oh, you better be ready. Well, I'm saying that for something good. Amen. Okay. Be ready for God to move and and to do some great things in your life and to bring some some things to pass that you have been believing for and stuff like that. Um, and so I want to preach this message this morning entitled, Listen Up, My Faith is Speaking. Oh, come on, y'all. You got to get ready for where we're going. Listen up, my faith is speaking. And let's go to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11. We know this. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. So it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so maybe you don't see it, but doesn't mean it's not there. And so, um, listen up, my faith is speaking. One thing you got to do is you got to acknowledge what's speaking. And we're not going to speak from our flesh. We're not going to speak from our emotions, but... Our faith is going to be speaking and causing things to shift for us. Let's look at this in the Amplified Classic. So it says in the Amplified Classic of this verse, Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for being proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. And so the senses, you know, a lot of times people get caught up in that. It's like, I couldn't see it. I didn't feel it. Or, uh, you know, hear people say, I, I felt some kind of way. God doesn't want you moving on that. He, he wants you understanding faith. So pointing out some things here, this is confirmation. So it's confirmed that we have this title deed. You know what it means? When you got the title deed, that means you're the rightful owner. It's yours. It's in your name. And then also, as it picks up on uh, in this scripture, says perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. And so perceiving and so as real fact, that means to you. This is how it is. But to someone else, they may say. 
Not so. And so when God sent the spies, right? Y'all remember the 12 spies and they went in? Well, two of them perceived as real fact. Come on. That this is our land. But 10 of them saw things that some of them saw things and heard things that weren't even said. And so 10 of them, because they didn't have faith, they didn't perceive as real fact. They saw opposition. They saw obstacles. As a matter of fact, they said, we are grasshoppers in our own sight and also in their sight. But the fact was they never even talked to those people. And so, but Joshua and Caleb said, oh no, we got this. This is, hey, they were ready to celebrate. Even though the walls were still there. Come on, how I many know you don't have to wait till the walls fall down to shout. Because sometimes you got to shout and then, come on somebody, and then the walls fall down. And so, but you've got to have this faith as something that's driving you. Now, how does faith work? You got to catch it in the spirit first. Amen. Come on, I'm, I'm trying to help you all today. Too many people are going by what they see and they're talking what they see. And that's never that you're never going to get God to move by complaining about a situation. You're never going to bring God into your situation because you're frustrated with it, tired of it. Da, da, da. No, you've got to learn to speak something else. But before you can speak something else, you got to see something else. Amen. You got to see something else. And so you got to catch it in the spirit first. Okay, so I'm talking about in the spirit realm. Come on, have any of you ever, uh, well, even Brother Dan was just telling me about a dream, but you know, you have, you guys have dreams or you think of something and it's like, wow. And God could show you something amazing in a dream. But you may not see it in the natural. But just because you don't see it in the natural doesn't mean it's not real. And so God wants you to grab a hold of it as though it's real and then now he will show you how to bring it forth into the earth. Amen. And so you got to catch it in the spirit first. Go to first Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love them. And so that in and of itself is powerful. We know it's great, but we don't want to stop there because he says in verse 10, but God hath what? Revealed. So God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. And so now we think about how the Holy Spirit works. The Holy Spirit does not come into agreement with your emotions. The Holy Spirit does not come into agreement with your current circumstance. Come on, somebody. The Holy Spirit comes into agreement with your faith. And so you've got to understand that it's my faith. So what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, the Holy Spirit's going to come alongside and he's going to partner with you. Come on. I mean, no, he's the paracletos. He's the comforter. He's going to keep you on track and he will help you with revelation because revealed truth is what works. Because somebody can have something that's true to them, but it doesn't mean it's true to you. Come on. By his stripes I'm healed could be true to me, but it doesn't mean it's true to you. But it's the Holy Spirit 
that comes. And he says, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yet the deep things of God. How many know God can do some miraculous things? You, in and of yourself, don't have the ability to even comprehend all of that. Not even a small fraction of it. But the Holy Spirit will start to help you to realize impossible is possible because of who you're in covenant with. And so impossible is not impossible to me. Because if it's not impossible to God, how could it be impossible to me? But it's going to take the Holy Spirit to help you understand that. And so it says, for what man knows the things of man, save the spirit of man, which is in him. That's how man knows what's going on. I find myself to be one that's somewhat out of touch with what's going on in our world today. And I think the reason that is, is because I've become more in touch with God. And so I realize that whatever man is doing doesn't matter to me. Oh, come on, somebody. It, uh, and so I don't, that's why I don't feed on that because I don't have a connection. I don't have an expectation based upon what man can do because the Holy Spirit is giving me revelation, not the news. Man has nothing to offer me. Come on. When you start living your life supernaturally, then you realize that whatever report in the world you will realize that, hmm, that's actually beneath me and I'm actually going to waste time taking that in. Amen. If you started to understand, you know, they've, they've spoke of, uh, spoken about the Internet as a, what information superhighway or something like that. Well, there is a heavenly superhighway. Come on, somebody. How many know there's a heavenly superhighway where things are going fast and things are moving? Now, would you waste any time tapping into a lower level information system or would you want God to take you up to where I can tap in to heaven's super information system? Come on, there's things happening, there's discoveries, there's abilities, there's all kind of stuff flowing and it's right there for you. But you've got to be one that's willing to tap in. Here's the thing that messes people up. That's why I said around here, we're going to change some things. We're not going to come along and complain and gripe and mope because what does that do? That keeps you down. And so if you allow people to say all that junk around you, guess where you're going? Down. But you got to come to the conclusion that, oh, no, I'm going up. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do everything that I need to do to stay up. And so I'm not going to contemplate anything that is less than supernatural. Oh, come on. See, y'all didn't, y'all didn't even catch me on that. I'm not going to contemplate anything that's less than supernatural. And so what does that mean? If it's less than supernatural, I don't need to entertain it. And so that's just going to be me figuring a way. But if I say, oh, no, I'm tapped into the supernatural. And so I'm going to expect I will set my expectations based on supernatural. I'll set my expectations based on what God can do. And so you got to catch it in the spirit. Is there anything that you can think of that God can't do? 
Can you think of anything that he can't fix? And so what you want to do is say, well, that's where God is. So if that's where God is, where are you? So you don't want to be where God is not. So where God is not is he is not in lack and lower level thinking. God is not in these lower places. He's high. And so we got to go up high to be with him. So that now we can start to experience those things and we'll see a manifestation here in the earth. And so he says, for what man knows the things of man save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. And so I won't know about the world unless I got the world in me. Amen. Now it does not mean that I won't be able to thrive in the world. How many know that Jesus didn't have to know all about the world to dominate the world? Come on. Because he came from a higher system. And so what did he do? Jesus stepped down and things that mattered in the world, like laws of gravity and all that did not mean anything to him. Because he came from a higher realm into this lower realm. And so we may live here, but we don't have to be subject to what's going on here. Y'all in here with me. And so just because there's a famine doesn't mean you don't eat. Just because there's sickness doesn't mean you're sick. Just because there's lack doesn't mean you're lacking. Just because uh, there's money problem don't mean you have to have that. You see what I'm saying? Because if it ain't in heaven, it shouldn't be in your life. Because you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. But it's going to take the spirit of God to reveal all these things to you. And so, uh, is that, did we read verse 12? Let's keep going, actually. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. Stop right there. So, don't be entertained by the negativity that's in the world. Because there's a spirit behind that. There's a spirit of fear that's influencing that. Do you know every time you see something that causes an alarm in you, that's a spirit of fear. Oh, come on. Unless you could tell me the Holy Spirit just told you to turn that news on so you can know everything that's going on. Now, or you could say, well, you know, it was the Holy Spirit that told me to click on that article or that YouTube that I knew it was negative because I, I saw the clickbait. Y'all know what that is? The clickbait? You knew it was negative. But what but your Holy Spirit told me that, okay, did he? Well, he just ain't telling me that stuff. Maybe he's telling you. But he's telling me to stay focused on the things of God. He's telling me to stay focused on the kingdom. So that now my expectation. So now we have not received the spirit of the world. But we which it but but the spirit which is of God. So you gotta understand this. These things that are in the world have a a spiritual origin or a spiritual flow. I didn't receive that. But what I received is the spirit, which is of God that look. And then what's the reason that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So look at your name, say freely freely given. Okay. 
Look at your name and say, no labor required. What? You know what, man? God is trying to introduce us to some things that flow because of who you're connected to. It's not something that you have to labor for. And so this is the stuff I'm talking about now is not worked for, but received. How many know you can't work for favor? Oh, this is simple. You can't work for favor. You know, I sure hope I get favor with my boss. So let me do all this extra work. Let me know there's people that have done lots of extra work and still don't have favor. And then there's people that haven't done a ton of work and got all the favor. Because favor doesn't come through working. Favor is something that flows in your life because of who you're connected to. Go to Psalm uh, 512. Psalm 512. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, will thou compass them as with a shield. So if I'm living right in the eyes of God, I have favor all around me. What if I start to wake up to that? What if I say, what if God even, oh, I believe God could do this. What if he even showed you a little force field around you? Now, what is that going to do to your confidence? What is that going to do to your peace of mind when you realize I'm surrounded with favors with a shield. And so if I go in there, guess what? The force field of favor. Come on, y'all. The force field of favor. How many of y'all are ready to step into that thing where everybody is trying their best to bless you? Oh, come on, man. They don't have to be saved to bless you. You just have to be walking with the shield of favor. And so it's like I got favor everywhere for some reason. I step over here and everybody is trying to do their best to help me. That's a little different than thinking, man, I don't know why this stuff never goes right for me. I don't know why. No, he will surround the righteous with favor as with the. Sh- if I got it, I got it. And if I got it, I can't work for it. Come on. How I many know you can't work to get something that somebody's given you and they don't even know you. So how could you have worked for that? How could you work for showing up and people are giving you stuff that they're not giving other people? Or giving you, you know, all kind of access to things that maybe they're not giving other people. And so it's not something that you can work for. You cannot work for favor. And so favor, or excuse me, so faith is a uh, is a force that must be unleashed. And so now we're talking about this, okay, we're going to walk by faith and all this type of stuff, and I titled this message, Listen Up, My Faith is Speaking. And so now is that time where God is listening, angels are listening. Come on, somebody, how many know angels are doing this right now? And they are trying to hear who is speaking words of faith. Now, you may, that's why I said, You have to be controlled by the spirit of God and you cannot be speaking what from your emotions and from those things are all subject to change. Right. How many know if I speak frustration about anything, whatever that thing is, is subject to change. But this word is not going to change. And so when we start to understand faith is a force and so faith is a force that must be unleashed. And so when your faith is unleashed, 
things change. Go to Romans, Romans 4.17. Romans 4.17. And as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, speaking of Abraham, before him who, whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and calleth those things which what? As if they might be one day. Is that what it says? Come on, we just, y'all, y'all okay being taught? He calls those things which be not as though what? So he is calling those things. So it's like, not that they may be. And so sometimes people speak, yeah, one day it's going to be, well, when is that one day? Well, if we start to understand what God is doing, then we can see how he's preparing us. And so he says, speaking those things that are not, he calleth those things that are not as though they were. And so this is speaking from another realm. Now, remember I said uh, earlier that basically you got to see it. And so you got to catch it in the spirit first. You catch it in the spirit first. If you see it, now here's where people run into problems. They try to speak what they haven't seen. Come on. They try to speak what they haven't seen. And so they try to speak by a stripes I'm healed, but they haven't seen that. Oh, come on. I can't get amen up in here. They never seen that yet. And so when they speak it, it don't last. And nothing manifests. Because you got to catch it in the spirit. You got to see it. And then when you see it, then you can speak and see when he's speaking of God speaks those things that are not as if they were. He's speaking from another realm. He's speaking from that place of perceiving as real fact. Amen. And so when you speak something bold, you're speaking from this place of seeing it. How do I see it? Well, I gave you the scripture that the Holy Spirit is going to reveal it to you. You can't speak stuff just because it's habitual. And you say, I'm just going to read out this confession. But you've never seen anything in that confession. And so when you speak it, what you see is still dominating. Because if you read out a confession, then now your conscious mind is going to agree with that. But your subconscious mind is not. Come on, y'all. Your subconscious mind is going to agree with what you really have seen. And that's why the enemy tries to shoot fiery darts at your mind and he tries to help you see where you are. And he tries to get you frustrated about where you are. And he tries to get you to meditate on what's wrong in your life. And that blocks you from seeing. Come on, y'all. If I'm frustrated about what's wrong, then what happens? I speak about what's wrong. But what's wrong today could already be fixed. What is wrong today or looks like opposition, what if the Holy Spirit showed me, oh, that's already fixed? And then what if the Holy Spirit said, don't talk about that no more because that's done? What would your body do if you caught revelation? Come on. I tell you these things because it works. 
if you had, let's say you got a problem, you got some pain or something that's, but what if you call revelation that is, that is fixed and healed and you actually saw it? And then God said, don't speak about what you didn't see. And you say, oh, well, I just saw that. See, that's why I can say we move and I've already seen this thing, man. And so I can speak about that because I've seen it. I got revelation. But if you don't have any revelation, then what you're going to continue to speak on is what you've seen. And so you got to change what you've seen. And so you got to ask God to show you. Come on, y'all. Your healed self. You got to ask God to show you that you that's prospering financially. Come on, you got to ask God to show you these things because you will speak and you got to speak from another realm. See, I can't try to, you know, because that's how the church goes in waves, ebbs and flows. The church will be up and this is how church people are, unfortunately. They'll be high on something, then they're low. Why are they like that? It's because of what they see. And I want to tell you, there's a difference between faith and optimism. Faith and optimism are not the same. Optimism comes from hoping. Amen? Optimism comes from hoping. Faith comes from knowing. Optimism comes from hoping. But faith comes from knowing. And so a lot of times people are speaking from optimism. And they can speak from optimism as long as they can control it. But what they've seen, y'all ready for this? Is going to come out of their mouths and it's only a matter of time. And so that optimism will revert back. So just like we can get excited at church and say great things are going to happen. Blessing on blessing on blessing. Well, you could see it at church. But until you see it through revelation of the spirit, then you can't speak it from another realm. Because all you're going to see is not having it. But if you would say, Lord, I want to see that. Well, then now you see it and you'll start to speak it. And so. Once again, faith and optimism are not the same. Optimism comes from hope or hoping, but faith comes from knowing. Uh, Optimism would like a certain outcome. Y'all in here with me? Optimism would like a certain outcome. Like, you know, I, I would like to move or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I could easily say that, man, I sure would like to move. I sure would like to get another church building and all that. Uh, That would be cool. Well, that's optimism. But so optimism would like a certain outcome. Faith decrees the outcome. Oh, come on, y'all. Optimism would like a certain outcome, but faith decrees the outcome. Don't matter what things look like. Because faith will decree the outcome. Because faith will cause you to speak from another realm. Faith will cause you to speak from vision. 
and not your current situation. And so go to Genesis, Genesis chapter one, verse three. Genesis chapter one, verse three. I'm, we, we, uh, yeah, we'll be here a little longer today because we barely, it's already 12 o'clock. <laughs> we had a lot of front end stuff going on. That's partly my, my stuff, but. So Genesis 1, 3, God said, let there be light. Y'all see that? And what happened? Hmm. God said, let there be light and there was light. Well, God didn't hope for light. Man, I sure hope I get that bonus this month. I'm just, I'm just hoping. I'm, I'm believing, you know, I'm just praying. I'm believing. And then we'll say stuff, so just believe in God. Well, if you really believe it, start decreeing it. Oh, come on. See, y'all, people say, oh, I'm just believing God. I'm just believing. Well, if you believe, if you really believe it, then decree it. Establish it because he gave you the power to say it. And so optimism is a, I sure hope. I sure hope I get this day off. I sure hope I. But faith decrees. Come on. Faith doesn't hope. Faith is like, oh, no, we're going to be moving before the year's out. See what I'm saying? That's the difference. But faith requires vision because you got to see and you got to speak it from another realm. Because if all you could see is what's around you and what you're dealing with, then that's all you're going to echo. Come on, you ever gone out? You can go out here and yell, ah, and it just echoes. Well, you don't want the negative stuff echoing. You want to see something that is better than what you got right now. And you want to see it by revelation of the spirit. And then what's the spirit? The Holy Spirit's going to work with you and partner with you. And then guess what? He's going to have you unleash it. Oh, come on, man. Like Isaiah 51, 16, I put my words in my mouth. And, and, you know, it says I'm holding you in my hand, but that I may plant the heavens. It's going to come out. But the problem is I've learned this through my Christian walk. A lot of people, they might have some confessions, but they're not speaking what they actually saw. They're conf- See, your confession cannot be what you hope in. Come on. I buy his stripes, I'm healed. I spoke it, brother, but you hoping it. You don't see it. See, God didn't hope that light would show up. He already knew light was there. And so light came from another realm. Oh, come on, somebody. Light came. He didn't just make up light. Light came from another realm and he called it into this one with his words. And so we start to understand this. And then we look at us, who we are. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. So he says, and God said, let us make man in our image. And after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. 
So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female. And so we look at this, we see image and likeness. And so that's exact duplicate of kind. And so what that means is I'm created in the image of God. So then look at Psalm 86, or excuse me, 82.6. I have said, what? Y'all okay with this? I have said, what? So could you say, like, I'm a God? But you know, the religious world is going to look at you like, that's blasphemous. No, I'm a God. Now, I'm not saying I am God. I'm a God. That means I'm a little G. Y'all in here with me. And my daddy, come on somebody, is the big G. Amen. And so what my daddy got, I got. Come on somebody. How many know we are his offspring? And so we inherit things without even asking for them. Oh, come on y'all. You understand when you look at genetics, children inherit things through DNA and they didn't even ask for it. How many know a kid can walk like their daddy, talk like, do this type of stuff and they didn't even ask for it? Well, how many know when you understand you're God's offspring, then you inherit some stuff? Huh? And the angel, oh, come on, man. See, I'm, I'm preaching from this level now. And the angels will say, he looked just like his daddy. Oh, come on. Y'all didn't, y'all, y'all didn't catch that. The angel be talking about, he look at him. He stand just like his daddy. Come on. And then pretty soon, the angel's going to start saying, he talking just like his daddy. Come on, somebody. She talking just like her daddy. Because this is something we inherit. And so now I have to start to see, he says, I have said you are gods and all of you are children of the most high. So we are God's offspring. And so we inherit things without even trying to get it. And so we inherit the power to speak things into existence. But I got to make sure you get this. The speaking things into existence does not work if you have not seen it first. Oh, So you could speak all day and get nothing because you haven't seen it. But when you see it, how do you see it? God has revealed them to us by his spirit. And so if I can see it, now I'm speaking from another realm. And so I'm not trying to create something. I'm just calling something forth. Come on, somebody. See, when Jesus called Lazarus forth, he was not recreating Lazarus. He just called Lazarus back into life. And so he did not have to say, I'm I'm going to make Lazarus over again. Because for him, he already saw, oh, come on, y'all. He already saw Lazarus alive in another realm. Come on, somebody. And so all, see, some of you, you'll catch a revelation of, I already saw my money in that other realm. Amen. Come on. I already saw my money in that other realm. So what I'm going to do is call that. That's how you speak those things that are not what 
as if they were. You can only do that because you saw it. God doesn't have to create any new money for your bank account to be overflowing. He just needs you to see it so that you can unleash faith and pull it from. Oh, come on. Our God owns the cattle of a thousand hills. All the silver, all the gold belongs to him. He never wanted his children. How many of y'all think God would ever walk the earth broke? How many of y'all think that God would ever walk the earth and do without? Why? Because he has seen abundance. And so what does he do? Pull. Come on, somebody. We saw Jesus do it. Jesus, for Jesus, 5,000 people plus women and children was, you know, just we talking about 5,000 men plus women and children. Over 20,000 people wasn't nothing to him. It didn't mean anything. Because he already saw, come on, provision. And he expected his disciples to what? What is a disciple? A follower. And so what that disciple was supposed to do is act like their leader. And so it's almost like a child. What is a child supposed to do? Act like their parent. Come on, somebody. That's how when kids grow up and the kids grow up and they're acting a fool and acting wild. And, you know, we get mad at the kids. But, you know, sometimes you got to look at maybe what did I show them? What did they see in me? Right. And so they're going to model behavior. And so if you understand this, you say, you know what? I'm going to act like my daddy. I'm going to do what my daddy would do. Well, if I'm going to do these things, I've got to see these things. I've got to see from a different place. And so we have the power to speak things into existence. But if you caught the revelation of that, it's already there. So I just got to call it into this realm. I got to pull it from here to here. And how am I going to do that? I'm going to do that by speaking faith and releasing faith out of my mouth. And so uh, we have the the we have to speak. Now, this one, I'm going to give you guys this. Make sure you got this as a nugget. We have to speak from knowing and not hoping. We have to speak from knowing. And not hoping. So give an example. I hope I'll get enough money to pay these bills. Amen? That's one way. That's better than being negative, honestly. It's better than being like, this is terrible. I already know I ain't going to have enough. This keeps coming around on me every month. I'm just tired of this. That's one way to be, and that's not, you shouldn't be like that. But then, you know, some level of advancement is, I sure hope uh, enough comes in this month. I'm, you know, (laughs) I'm just believing God. That's better than being negative. But then the level you want to be on is, oh, the money's already there. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, The money is already there. As a matter of fact, I decree and establish it right now. It's all paid in full. Oh, come on. Uh, It's all paid in full in the name of Jesus. 
Come on, somebody. And then you start releasing things that you know. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so I have more than enough. As a matter of fact, I have all in abound. As a matter of fact, I'm living in the overflow even right now. different huh huh come on how many y'all man you catch a revelation of this you can look in your refrigerator talking about food cometh (laughs) come on man you ain't you don't have to lack in any area but if you could see abundance if you could just visualize abundance if you can can you just imagine imagine this let's use this as a visual Let's say you got a fruit tree in your backyard. You pull, let's say it's orange. You pull it off and another one grows back. You pull it off and another one grows back. I'm talking about not taking a process of time. You pull it and it grows back. And then next thing you know, you say, I want to put some of these in a basket. And you start pulling, pulling, pulling. And you look and it's as if you never pulled anything. Because it's replenished. Because it's connected to a source. There's no shortage. Oh, come on, somebody. Imagine this visual. You have money in your pocket. Some of us might. We might need to use this exercise because everybody pays on their cards and stuff. But you might need to just pay with some money and let God multiply it. Amen. Just get your little wad and fold it. Come on, somebody. And and put that in your pocket and spend some. And then what happens when you go back in there? And it's still the same. Oh, come on. Say, so man, I just spent a hundred, but I still got. Come on. I started out my day with my walking change. I had 10, 100 bills. Uh, y'all not really trying. Oh, he oh. said walking change. Yeah, I just did. I had, I had to put my walking change in there. So I had 10, 100s. Peeled off one. But then I go back and I still got 10. It's just like the fruit, right? Yeah, he said, he said just put it in a shirt pocket. But, but see, I, I got to take you up to where you can have a mindset. You can have a mindset to where it's not a shortage. It's not, this is not anything you can work for. This is supernatural. So we're talking about the supernatural supply. Yes, God will bless you. And, and people can get good jobs and stuff like that. That's good. Thank God for that. But how many know your job can't pay you what I'm talking about? Your job can't pay you enough, come on, to do what I'm talking about. And see, we got to take these steps. We got to step out. That's why I'm adamant about this whole move thing, because we got to see, and then God's going to prep us. The next thing is going to be land acquisition and all that other stuff. But you got to be in a place where you start to see. Say, man, I got to see it. And you know what? Sometimes your vision can get closed in. Because you can get used to things, you can get, you know, things can become normal and it's, it's habitual and, you know, uh, especially going to a church and stuff, you get used to everybody you know. And maybe you're not used to, like, seeing new people every Sunday and, you know, just a flow and an exchange. It's like, oh, I love those people. That's, but, how I many you know, we're going to get into a point now where you can't say you do love everybody by faith, but you'll be talking about, oh, what, I wonder what their name is. Because you don't know everybody. Because there's a flow. Well, I can only speak this because I've seen this. And so when you start to 
speak it like that, that's where it's power. So what you want to do is you want to ask God to help you, Lord. I need to see this then because I don't want to be speaking from optimism. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to speak by his stripes I'm healed, but in the back of my mind I'm saying, I sure hope this pain goes away. You haven't seen it. So what you need to do when you're in that place is just keep praying. Come on. Just keep praying. And then when you see something, speak that. Huh? Now, you've already been doing it. But the devil been tricking you to do it the wrong way. So people have been already speaking stuff they see because it don't take people long to speak something negative. It's almost habitual to echo some negativity. Well, you could flip it and see something positive and speak that and you'll see change. So optimism, hopes, faith decrees. Now, faith comes from knowing. I said this earlier, but faith comes from knowing. Not guessing about it, not hoping, sure would be nice, no. Faith comes from knowing. So go to John 8.32. John 8.32. And you shall what? Okay, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Well, when a person knows the truth, bondage cannot work on them. And so, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. This refers to intimate knowledge, not surface knowledge. Surface knowledge could even be that you've read a scripture. Y'all ready for this? Surface knowledge could be even that you memorize a scripture. But intimate knowledge is you've internalized it. It's yours. You've taken ownership of it. And so now when I speak from that place, that is a knowing that is going to cause a manifestation in my life. Because that is a knowing that comes through revelation knowledge. So God has revealed it to you by his spirit. Now, Mark, go to Mark eleven twenty three. A lot of scriptures going fast, but uh, Mark eleven twenty three. So it says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not what? So you doubt in your heart when you haven't seen it. Come on, y'all. You doubt in your heart when you haven't seen it. When you're hoping, then doubt creeps in. But when you've seen it, you're decreeing. You know, when a king decrees something, they never think twice about it. Because it was a decree and they have an expectation based on their words. And so if you shall speak this and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those, which, those things which he says shall come to pass. What does it say? He shall have what? Huh? Whatsoever he says. Have you guys ever spoke something and you got it? I'm just saying, come on, anybody. You ever spoke something that you, and you got it? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this sermon to help you to understand how that works. Because how many of y'all want to do it all the time? Where everything I speak comes to pass. Well, the key is seeing it. See, you won't doubt it if you see it. That's why God never doubted whether or not light would show up because he's already seen that from another realm. 
Amen. And we can easily say, oh, well, that's God. But let me know Abraham, the father of faith. I'll show you this. Go to Genesis 22, verse five, NLT. And so we know that God told Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. Y'all know that story? So he told him to sacrifice him. So he said, you know what? I'm going to need you to go up the mountain and sacrifice your son. And Abraham was obedient, right? And so Abraham prepared for the journey. And so he said, okay, we're going to go. But I want you to pick up on something because remember this. I am created in the image of God. So I have the ability to speak those things that are not as if they were. And so even though Abraham was given a command by God to sacrifice his son. Look at what he spoke to the young men at the base camp before he left. He said, these were his servants. He says, stay here with the donkey. Abraham told the servants, the boy and I will travel a little further. We will worship there. And then, yeah, what's that say, y'all? Huh? And then we will come right back. How are you going to say we will come right back when his instructions were to go sacrifice his son? Because he saw something, come on somebody, from another realm. He wasn't speaking by optimism. He was speaking by faith. And he knew that God was not a man that he can lie. So for Abraham, his vision, now it may not even happen the exact same way, but it will happen and the results will be the same. Abraham saw God raising his son from the dead because Abraham never saw himself not obeying God. So Abraham saw himself taking his son out. But then he also caught, uh, uh, I believe it's in Hebrews chapter 11, Abraham saw in a vision God raising his son from the dead. So even when he told these young men at the base camp, he knew he was going to obey God, but he also knew me and my boy going to be back down here in a minute. Because he was able to speak from another realm. He was able to speak from what he has seen. See, when you learn to speak from what you see, then what you don't see in the natural won't affect you. Oh, come on, somebody. When you learn to speak from what you see and what God has revealed, what you don't see has no bearing on you. And it will not stifle your words. And so just like Abraham spoke, we have the power to do the same thing. Listen up, my faith is speaking. And so it's not what I don't see in the natural. It's not what I feel, but it's what do I know? So what do you know about your future? As we get ready to close for today, what do you know about your future? What do you know about the promises God has made for you? What do you know about those things? And then take it one further, what have you seen? See, we can get excited where I say money miracles are coming. 
I got one amen. So I, at least I got one person that saw that. See that? That's one person that saw that. Huh? Because it's real to you. If I say money miracles, oh, boom, hey, hey, must be talking to me. That's the language that I speak. That, that's something. Matter of fact, God was showing me something and I, and I saw that. And, and see, you ought to be open to God showing you things. You ought to be open to God showing you things. And then now, but don't, let me, let me, we're going to close. I'm not talking about daydreaming. Revelation and daydreaming are not the same. So I had a daydream that I was whatever. I owned an island or something and I was out there swimming with the dolphins and the men, the dolphins were having a great time and and then one of the dolphins and I had a conversation and I felt good and he gave me a ride to the store. You know, that is not from God. Come on, you ever heard a kid daydream? They'd be talking about some crazy stuff. You are talking about what? Really? You know what I mean? That ain't come from God. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real stuff. Y'all in here with me. I'm talking about real stuff. Like God could really show you the house he wants you in. Come on, somebody. God could really show it. And it ain't, it ain't no daydream. Now, you cannot be. Oh, man, I know I got to close. But daydreams are influenced by your emotions. That's your soul. And so your soul is imagining a better life for yourself. That's what you're hoping for. But that's optimism and not truth, not what you know. See, you don't necessarily, I, didn't, I don't know that I'm going to be swimming with no dolphin. I don't even, I don't even know why that example, because I surely wouldn't be out there with that. I have no interest at all. But I'm giving you an example. People can have a far-fetched thing and they can have a you know you hear people say they dreams all this they say all this stuff i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and 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 but really god is like "Mm -hmm." but you ain't seen none of it and you're just trying to say all that stuff to make yourself feel better so what you want to get is what god shows you Because what he will show you is something that exists. Come on, how many know your prosperity already exists in another realm? All you need to do is see it. It is not far-fetched for you to be made a millionaire overnight. It's just over here next door. All you need to do is see it. You see what I'm saying? You just need to see it. It's not far-fetched for you to whatever, if you got an ailment that's bothering you, it's not far-fetched for you to wake up and everything is fine. Because it's just, come on, it's just right next, uh, it's just right next door. And so what you got to do is see it and then use your faith to unleash it. And so if you catch a revelation of it, then guess what? You start talking about it. Now what if you are talking, you met these people, man, that are, such good liars. You know, a good liar actually believes their lie. And that's how they can continue to tell that lie. Because to them, 
it becomes true. And they have convinced themselves that this, a lot of times people do this about their past. You know, you know people's past is like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like they may have been in like two fights in their whole life. But when they retell the story, it's in, back in my days of fighting, you know what I'm saying? When I was tussling all the time, you know, we used to get it in at least five times a week. Everybody knows you only had two fights your whole life. And one of them was in kindergarten. But people could just be saying stuff, but then all of a sudden they believe it. Now, how much more will God do when we start to see things that he has shown us and then we start to talk faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. And then all of a sudden my body starts to act differently. Come on, how many know you're... Your spirit can dominate your emotions. Come on, somebody. Your spirit can dominate your emotions. Your spirit can dominate your mind and your vision. And your spirit will help you see something different. And then all of a sudden, what you felt, that heaviness coming on you, is gone. Do you understand? You have the power to think away pains. But imagine if you see it, then now faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Y'all in here with me. And then now all of a sudden your body, see you start to understand you are a supernatural being. And so you're doing things that are coming. The instruction is coming from another place. So we're going to start to speak. That's how we'll speak those things that are not as if they were. That's how we'll speak things into existence because we will not be speaking them from nothing. See, that, that's a misunderstanding. See, if you say, I'm speaking this thing from nothing, that means you're creating something out of a pile of dirt. That's not what we do. We don't need to create anything out of a pile of dirt. We need to call what is already created, come on, from that realm into this one. You, you understand that? Everything you need is already created. It's already there. It's just up to you to tap in, listening to the Holy Spirit, and then now speak those things that are not as if they were. So as we close, what I want you to do is ask God to show it to you. So, Lord, you said that's what I got. That's there for me. Show it to me. I just want to see it. And then if you could see something. Now, when you speak, you are speaking by faith and not optimism. And so you're not hoping. Then you will have a tenacity come upon you you'll have boy to where it'll be like oh no it is going to happen like this and you'll be speaking things that oh i'm going to close but there's going to be oh man this is high anointing for this there's going to come a time where god will say speak it and don't pray about it no more oh come on Come on. You're going to say, speak it and don't pray about it no more. 
there's some, I noticed sometimes shift, these things shift in my life. I didn't even know that they shifted until God reminds me, look at how you're doing that. Now you do it a little different, don't you? Oh yeah. When did, when did that happen? And so I don't, I don't pray for health anymore. Oh, y'all in here with me. I, I don't pray for health. I don't pray for a healthy body. I don't, I don't do any of that. I decree it. Oh, y'all, did y'all hear me on that? I don't pray for nothing to get better. I decree it. Amen? And I'm finding that for some reason my body is following my decrees. Amen? There'll come a time where you, don't, you, don't, you won't be praying for money. You'll decree it. And God will say, don't pray for it no more. Because I already told you to decree it. So if you, now, he, then he might ask you, did you see it? You say, yes, Lord. Now, I can, I can, I can help you uh, understand, you know, I'm, I'm still asking God to show me stuff because I've seen some stuff, but there's stuff I still haven't seen. There's stuff that I'm like hoping for. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure hoping for whatever. It could be the billion flow. I can't say I've actually seen what that looks like. So I'm asking God to open me up to where I see it. Then I could speak it as if it were already in existence because it is. Amen. And so I want you to open your mind and, and say, Lord, show me this. Now, he's shown me a lot and I, I could speak a lot, but I'm, I'm asking him to show me more because I want us to be. You know, that's how prophets can prophesy things. Prophets of old, they can prophesy it and it will happen exactly as prophesied because they already saw it. They already saw it before it happened. Just like Jesus coming and coming to earth and where he was born and all that. That was all prophesied and it happened exactly because it was just coming from another realm. Amen. Y'all ready to start speaking some things? Come on, somebody. You ready to start rising up? So stand up. We're going to close in prayer. I'm just going to release an anointing on you right now. So I don't want you in that place of hoping. Hope is good, and that's all. But we already know about hope, right? Hope deferred, what does it do? Makes the heart sick. How many know you don't get the sick heart if you ain't just hoping all the time? You say, well, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it's the tree of life. How about we skip the hope and get to the desire? And then start experiencing trees of life. And so I'm not hoping for that no more. I'm calling that forth. And as a matter of fact, I got an authority, a blood-bought right. I decree and establish that right there coming into my life. I'm not hoping for it. I'm claiming it. As I say it's mine in the name of Jesus. And devil, you can't stop me because I already saw it. See that? And let's see these things manifest. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for blessing us. For being here, thank you for releasing your word on this morning. I do pray for those that may be watching this that don't know you. They've never come into this relationship that we're talking about. And that they would just surrender and receive you as Lord and Master. Maybe you're watching this right now and you don't know Jesus as Lord. We want you to know his arms are open to receive you and embrace you on this day. Let's... Repeat this prayer together, church, so that anyone who hears this message will know how to receive Jesus as Lord. Repeat after me. Jesus, Jesus. please forgive me me. for all of my sins. sins. 
I commit my life into your hands. This day, I am saved. Do with me as you please. And fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap right there. Amen.